All right. Well, welcome to Summer Camp Pro. Okay. First, I got to tell everybody listening. Before we get started, we just recorded pretty much a whole episode, our first episode. Found out that we were having technical issues. None of it got recorded. And here we are. Take two. Uh, we yeah, got all of our. was probably the best ever, too. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, we got all of our heebie jeebies out. And, and uh, I. I kind of shook off the cobwebs. And so this is going to be even better. It's, it's good that That's that right. happened. That's right. <laughs> All right. So, uh, you know, this first episode, what we want to do uh, is just kind of introduce ourselves uh, to those of you who uh, may not know either one of us and kind of let you know what is going on, why we're doing this, uh, what's to come and uh, give you maybe uh, a couple of uh, programming ideas. Uh, and so, We'll go from there. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and just start. Uh, my name is Kurt. My camp name is Moose. Uh, and I have a blog called Summer Camp Pro. Uh, I did the Summer Camp Pro podcast. I think I did like six or seven episodes a few years ago. And really, I I just don't like doing podcasting on my own. <laughs> and so it's lonely. It is. It's, it's, it's tough. Um and so when Patty uh, was like, hey, let's do a podcast, uh, we, we did Wreckheads and Camp Nerds, um, which she now does with uh, uh, Professor Dave. And uh, I was just, you know, my thing is programming. And that's what I want to talk about. I don't want to talk about uh, the other stuff. I just, that's where my heart lies. And, and that's always kind of on my mind. And so when we did... Uh, Patty and I did uh, ran Summer Camp Con, uh, the online conference, two-week online conference in January, January, February. That's when I met Chris, and he is a, a programming nerd like myself, and so uh, this seems like a, a good kind of uh, team up, and uh, thought, hey, let's bring this back, let's do it, uh, let's do it right, let's do it every week. And so that's what we're doing. And that's and and as far as as my kind of my background, I've worked for a handful of uh, day camp and sleepaway camps uh, from Southern California. I worked in Maryland as well uh, one season, and uh, worked in Northern California. Uh, right now, I'm kind of hunkered down in Florida, but not for very much longer. I I think I'm not sure. Uh, I'm in the <laughs> middle of moving right now, but uh, where I'm going, not sure. And so, yeah, I've been in the industry for uh, a long time and uh, have learned a lot from a lot of different people. And I, I'm thankful for all the experience that I've had working at different places. Uh, so that's kind of my story, uh, abbreviated story. And now, Chris, I will turn it over to you. Yeah. Yeah, no, this I'm super excited about this podcast. This is the uh this is the podcast I would listen to. Like I'm I'm pumped it's going to be good. A lot of I I guess I'm giving Kurt and I are giving a lot of the ideas, so I need <laughs> I have to have somebody email me and give me their ideas <laughs> so I get something too, but I feel like um, we have years of ideas though. We do. Oh my goodness. <laughs> just tr- just jotting them down. I'm like, "Oh, we got so much stuff to talk about." <laughs> it's going to be a 4-hour podcast. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, so my name is Chris Callow, um, and I am in Illinois. Um, so Kurt, when you say you're you're moving from Florida, don't come anywhere near this cold central. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it is. 
we just keep getting snow up here and I am done. I we're we're camp people, so I'm ready for summer. <laughs> um, but I am the executive director of Camp Good News, which is here in Washington, Illinois. Um, Camp Good News is part of Child Evangelism Fellowship, so there's a lot of us nationwide, but we're the Illinois one. Um, and I have been, I love camp. Um, I, I've been at camp pretty much, it's been every summer since I was in third grade. And so um, it's been, so that was in 1990. So it's been a while. Um, and I love camp. This is actually my 19th summer coming up. This will be my 19th year working at camp. And so started off as a counselor. Um, and then did, I was a program director for 10 years um, at Camp Manitoumi, which is not far from here in central Illinois. Um, then I did a few years as the um, executive director of a scout camp. Um, and all the time, all the while, while doing these during the summer, I was still teaching in the off season. And so I had a, I had a normal job, I guess. People like to say real jobs. I don't, the, the camp is definitely a real job. It's just not normal. <laughs> <laughs> so had a normal job. And then um, this position here at Camp Good News opened up and it was right as Common Core was kind of starting at my school. And so it was the vote of, do I want to learn how to teach Common Core or be able to ride the zip line any day of the week? And <laughs> <laughs> it was an easy decision. Um, so I've been here um, and I, I love camp. I think camps are awesome. I think every kid should get a chance to enjoy camp. Um, I have seven kids of my own. And so I, I, we even send them to other camps. Uh, my oldest two are old enough to go to another camp in Indiana, um, and they go there so they can experience a camp that their dad's not in charge of, um, or as my daughter, she thinks she's in charge of. And so, <laughs> um, but I, 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 camps are awesome. Um, but we just, I started doing this, this whole kind of conference thing not that long ago um, and start speaking at them because this is this podcast is exactly something I would want where you can go and get great ideas for programming and just ways to make your camp even better um, and just make it cooler so I'm pumped I can't wait yeah I, I think uh, Chris and I are definitely on the same page as far as uh, we enjoy sharing what we mm -hmm. have learned what we have uh, kind of tested out um, and what we have heard from others. Uh, and it's just, you know, I think we both feel like it is good for the camp industry as a whole. That's right. Uh, so that if you, you know, we uh, were talking earlier that, you know, if you're sharing a program idea with another camp, then that may make, you know, that camp a little bit more uh, desirable for other, for kids to come uh, or they, you know, that director of that camp may be like, hey, this is exactly what we needed. I hadn't thought about that. And so, you know, it, it gives their program a, a certain, I don't know, spice that they, yeah. maybe they were, they were missing. Um, but it's not, you know, we're not in competition with each other. You know, really the idea is to make... Uh, camp as awesome for everybody as possible mm -hmm. because, you know, kids in, in California are not going to be the same kids that go to Illinois. That's right. right. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm not getting your kids. So if I can exactly. help get your kids to your camp, great. <laughs> now there are a couple camps within about 20 minutes of me. If they, if they're listening right now, if you could turn off, cause I don't want you to steal any of my kids, but everyone else, definitely. I, I just getting kids to camp is, is that's awesome. And so if I can help you get them, cause they're not coming to my camp, they're 400 miles away. So. Right. Right. Although I will say also the, the camps uh, of the last day camp that I directed, 
the camps in that area, I, I was fine with them. It, you know, if they're like the Autobahn camp. And mm-hmm. I'm a traditional camp or, you know, even like a sports camp and, and they use some ideas, go for it because we're That's not, right. we're not the same. We're, we're, we're not in competition with each other so much as, I mean, some of those kids will go to a variety of camps, especially when it comes yep. to day camps. Um, yep. So, but that's okay. If they do the same, if they do capture the flag there and they mm-hmm. do capture a flag with us, Right. Everybody's going to be fine. <laughs> it's not going to make even or break our, anything. Uh, yeah, even our staff here at camp, because um, we have a hot lot of teen staff, and so they can go to a high school camp somewhere else. And so I always tell them, like, hey, when you go, get some great ideas. Bring something back exactly. you know, that we can use. And uh, I know here in Illinois, all of us Illinois camps get together. We call it camp to camp. And every spring and fall, we just go to another camp, and we tour, and we have lunch and, and talk, and steal ideas that. from each other. I, I mean, it's idea. wonderful. So and, make and ourselves yeah. better. So that's what we're doing. You know, we, we want to give you some ideas. And if you're, if you're one of those uh, camp professionals who have been the same camp the whole time, uh, you haven't got to experience other camps. Um, I suggest you, well, one, you listen to this podcast every Tuesday, every Tuesday, uh, <laughs> you, you attend conferences um, it, because maybe you'll see Chris giving away a bunch of ideas there. Uh, you can certainly get the all access pass for summer camp con because <laughs> he's already done a workshop there. That's right. <laughs> um, but you can also become a, like an ACA visitor and mm-hmm. go around to different camps, uh, and, and learn a lot, you know, uh, being a, being a visitor is, is a great thing to do. Um, so yeah, there, yeah, there's, there are different there's definitely ways. Nothing, nothing wrong with being at the same camp your whole life, as long as you're out there trying to find other ideas. But I, I know my first camp I started at, if I was still there, we'd still be running everything exactly the same because I grew up there, you know, in third grade. <laughs> right. And so, like, you can't change. This is the sacred cow that we love. <laughs> and and so I, I know uh, there's there's a camp, um, Camp Augusta, and uh, it, it's, in, it's in California. And what they do is they have, like, they do amazing, amazing programming. Um, but they also one of the things that they do is is come up with a campwide game that is so elaborate, um, includes costumes, has a bunch of different um, just kind of rules of engagement, and it's just it's huge camp games that are that are productions really. But they will do that one game that they come up with one summer. And then they will not repeat it for, I think, yeah. the rule of seven. I think it's seven summers because then those kids will, you know, experience something different. And so they were, and I know that you're kind of on that same page we where do, you and, want to do different things all the time. Yeah. And part of that is is for the kids, too. I want them to get to experience new things and have new stuff. Part of it is also I, I'm a kid myself, and so I get bored real fast of, okay, We've done this for four years now. And so um, we have the big bubble ball soccer Zorb balls that you have. And we're putting those in retirement for about three or four years. And let so when they come back out, they're going to be new and awesome. And these are the greatest things ever. Um, whereas it's instead of, oh, it's Wednesday. It's Zorb Day. We're bringing it back at you know. And right. they're kind of like, well, this is what we do. And, um, do do, they, do also, they keep keep well in storage? You know, as long as it's it's like climate controlled, they're not too bad. But 
they I, they're they're also a lot of work. <laughs> That's another reason right. why we're we're putting them away. It's like we got twenty of them and blowing them up and and sucking them back down every time. It's like oh, this is killer. But right. especially in that sun outside. Um, but yeah, <laughs> just kind of coming up with new things. It, it helps uh, get more kids to our camp too. Because if we're adding new stuff and different stuff every year, um, kids get excited about that. Like oh, they're doing this this year. And so that's always kind of been my. My goal here at Camp Good News every year is to have two or three new things each year that we can kind of promo, like here's what we're doing, here's what we're starting, um, so that the campers and their parents get excited. Um, I can't tell you how many parents, when they drop off their kids, even ask me, when is adult camp? When can we come and, right. oh, sure. and leave, leave the kids at home? <laughs> so. Well, what about like, you know, you've got your zip line, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's not something you can just put away for four years, uh, do you yeah, do, no. do, do the kids just go? Cause I know I've been at camps, I have zip lines and the kids are like, ah, I'm done with this. I'm over it. Yeah. So yeah. do you do anything to kind of spice it up? We do. So we add different things. I know um, a couple years ago we added um, certain days. We'll, we have a giant uh, paint tarp, like the the, yep. the painting floors. We just paint target. And then as kids go across, they get a beanbag that they can try and drop down on the target just to make it exciting. Yep. Um, a few years ago, we started. I did this. My own children are my guinea pigs, and so they get to try stuff. <laughs> so you drop um, them? Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> mm, not yet. <laughs> Move but, the trampoline uh, over just a little bit. He missed. That's right. So we always tried things out with them, but we woke them up in the middle of the night one time, like, "Hey, you guys want to go zipping in the middle of the night?" And just because we live on the campgrounds, and it was awesome. And like so different, and so now we do something in camp. We call it glow zipping, where we hang the glow nice. stick on the on the the trolley and on the person, and you have this nighttime zipping. And even though you did it during the day, you're like, oh yeah, I went across this you know hundred foot tall zip line, and and it was kind of at night. It's like you can't see the ground, and so it adds a whole new element of fun and excitement to it. Um, but yeah, just trying to come up with different things. We keep I will probably never do this, but I keep saying like, how can we add some kind of like target practice archery yeah i know (laughs) we have the archery the archery tag so maybe at least that (laughs) i don't know how i would do it safely but yeah even trying to add something like that into it and you you see like the avengers you know and how they're going like okay what can i right right yeah it's it's always trying to just improve and and spice it up like you said exactly exactly the the zip line is a huge i mean it's this huge expensive um program that we put in it's like you want to do that every year we're not going to retire that so how can we make it exciting for those returning campers but so is there a is there a um you know you you love programming as much as i do is there something like do you have something you really like uh, an activity or like what's your thing like for me it's 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 hunts hunts um and uh themes Hunts and themes are, are big and also like specialty camps like Harry Potter and that type of stuff. But those those are my 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 biggies. Um, what about it for you? Yeah, so um, I, again, I'm a giant kid and so I am constantly changing and, and, and like, oh, what's my favorite thing this year? But something that has stuck with me for several years, we have a nature center with animals. And that has been my favorite spot to go. I would probably move my desk in there <laughs> if campers didn't come through it every day. Like, cause I love that area. Um, we have a ton of animals. We have a pet skunk and she is, uh, she's everyone's favorite. Her name is Stinkerbell. And ah, so, uh, nice. 
but she is, I mean, it's just fun to be in there and, and learn about the animals, teach about the animals. Um, we've actually used the animals even for marketing. That's, that's one thing schools will call me, um, and ask me to come in and, and bring the animals, which is like, I mean, that's every camp's dream. I don't have to sit there and beg somebody to let me come pass out postcards. I have people calling me like, Hey, would you come and do this? Right. <laughs> so, but and so that's been, and then we just started outdoor ed a couple years ago. And so that mm. has also, because it changes so much and, and I, I mean, I was a teacher, I, I still like to teach. And so it gives me that teaching time to bring in with all the outdoor ed stuff and curriculum. Gotcha. And, uh, kind of your, your nature center kind of explain that. So they go, is it, is it, it's an inside bill? Is it like a building and the animals are in there or is it like, Oh, we got goats over here. How's yeah. It- I don't have goats yet. I really oh, want one, but no. I can't convince my maintenance director. He is not <laughs> interested at all. So I'll just have to sneak one in one day. But um, it's currently in a building. Um, it was the old director's house way back when, and then it became a conference center. It was a nurse's state. It's kind of one of those buildings that's like, oh, we need something to put here, you know? And huh. um, and we noticed a couple years ago, kids would be catching frogs and toads at camp all the time. Um, and we we do have some city kids around here. So we just put out an aquarium one time so counselors could throw in, you know, oh, kid caught a toad. All right, we'll put it in here so everyone can see it for the day and then release them. And everybody loved it. And so we're like, let's maybe – I bought a turtle and we had a turtle for a while. I bought a bearded dragon. And now I think we're up to like 90-some-odd animals. So I what? Just, I keep buying. It's 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 an, an addiction and I have a problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's awesome. And so we'll see new cool animals. And my rule is um, I love going to zoos. I enjoy zoos, but you don't get to touch. You don't get to like see them up close. And so that was kind of my big thing with this is every animal we buy, I want to be friendly. And so the campers can hold. The campers can kind of learn about and touch. Now, not everything like our piranhas. We don't let them pet the piranhas. <laughs> That's a bad idea. But for the most part, everything is handleable and they can hold and learn about. And, you know, we have the bearded dragon. We have the skunk. We have uh, banana slugs. Yeah, um, nice. Just weird things that, that they don't get to see every day and kind of learn about. And so and then that's another reason schools love me is because I can come in and do this where if they had, you know, if they went to a zoo, they're just looking through a window and maybe seeing an animal's tail on a leaf kind of thing. Right. But if I can come in, I can get the animal out and they can learn about it that way. So. So it must it must smell in that building, huh? <laughs> yeah, you know what it um, some days, but no, we do a pretty good job. We have um, somebody that takes care of it, and um, our nature center director that will go in and clean. And there's a schedule of cleaning and making sure all the everything is pretty decent in there. So because we will have groups in there all the time, and right, uh, I mean, moms will come in. They're already scared because they know we have a snake in there. And oh. so if they come in and then it smells like, you know, a nature center, they don't want to be in there to begin with. And so right. it's like, let's we want to make it very safe for the animals, but also clean. <laughs> so I remember when I went to, I, I went to one sleepaway camp as a kid, had a horrible experience. If anyone wants to read about it, it's on my blog. Um, <laughs> but they had a nature center that was so cool because, I mean, that's one of the things I remember about this camp. And you would go in and it was, you could touch stuff, but they had like displays where you touch the button and something would light up or would say something or whatever. And so it was, it was very interactive in that way. I mean, they had, they did have goats and, and burrows in a different area of camp, but for the nature center, it was, it was 
Not so much, I think the animals would have been much cooler, but they did have interactive like displays and stuff. Do you guys oh, have yeah. anything like that? A little. Uh, we have it. We actually have a wall of taxidermy. Um, oh. And it's, uh, I've gone to just different places. I mean, we're in the Midwest, so we have a lot of places of taxidermy. <laughs> right. Um but I'll go in and tell them what I'm doing. And I'm like, I don't need, you know, a whole zebra. But if you got any scraps, that would be awesome. So I have, you know, just a little kind of, it's about a foot square scrap of zebra skin. And so mm-hmm. then kids can pet that and see that. Um, or, cool. you know, we have a bobcat uh, paw or a beaver claw. Right. or you know. And I'm like, I don't need the whole animal, but just enough that the kids, because I want them to feel and touch and, and learn about it. But I can't afford to buy a whole you know, right. coyote. <laughs> right. So, so we have that. And then there's some other things. I have – in fact, I, I bought a couple books and I'm, I keep wanting to like tear them apart and make them into those little boxes. It's called Whose Butt Is This? And so it's got like a picture of an animal butt and then you lift up the lid of the box and be like, that's a deer. You know? Right. <laughs> and so I like, it's just because it's funny because it's, it's, it's that instead of trying to guess things and – um, we even do um, a lot with trees and different things like that. Like, okay, what you know, what bark is this, or what leaf does this belong to, and and kind of have the interactive there. Um, the problem is the animals are so popular that no one really does any of the interactive uh, true, stuff. True, yeah, I can see and that. So, so that has kind of become a thing. It's like I don't need to put any more money or effort into it if they're just going to ignore it for the true. skunk. <laughs> so you, you should uh, you should get some uh, like animatronic moose head that talks yeah. as a kid comes in. <laughs> oh, well, we'll have to hey get you guys. to voice it. Yeah. There you go. I'll totally do that. <laughs> so uh, we're starting this podcast. What are we going to be talking about in the future? Oh, oh my goodness. We have so many. I know <laughs> Kurt and I have gone back and forth the last couple of weeks of like, okay, here's all my millions of ideas. <laughs> here's mine. Um, and we we're, the my favorite part is we're kind of theming each month, which is nice. Like, so this first month we're kind of talking about like counselor bag of tricks and, and ways to help out counselors and things like that. And we have a whole outdoor red theme one month. And I think we have an escape room theme. Mm-hmm. Um, and just having like, here's ideas, here's stuff we're doing. Here's things that is working for us or we've seen working at another camp. We just want to, Hey, here, try this, see if this works for you. And, and just to give out, I mean, that's my, my biggest thing. Here's ideas. You don't have to think about it you don't have to go and process it it's I, we've done the work here's what you do and and there you go right because some some someone maybe say oh well i don't have a zip line so i can't do that mm-hmm. check that one off the list or i don't have a uh, large open space um but mm-hmm. they may say oh yeah archery is pretty popular or hey i want to spice up archery a bit these are some great ideas that i can use or my budget will allow for this maybe i'll try that out and so, yeah, we, we want to give you kind of a uh, just a, a bunch of different ideas each week. Uh, and some obviously will work for your camp. Some won't because, I mean, every camp is so different. Yes. Uh, it's, it's, not a, it's not a cookie cutter business by any means. And honestly, if you ever have ideas that you want us to share on the show, um, feel free to email either of us. Uh, I will probably start putting these show notes, I guess on, on uh summer camp pro yep. and uh, we'll have, uh, you know, contact information for both of us. 
You can yeah, definitely please go summer email camper me because yeah, I, since this is our podcast, I don't. I'm not getting these ideas, so I need y'all to send them to me. <laughs> so be stealing what I can from Kurt. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if and and with anything uh, else, like maybe you're like, oh, you know what? Maybe this try this format out, or hey, here's some. Uh, you know, a guest you can have on there would be great. That that's another thing. We'd like to have some guests who maybe specialize in in one area or another, depending on the topic for that month. So, if anyone has any ideas, and I, maybe uh, Chris, maybe we should just maybe on the site I'll I'll put, hey, this month is this topic, yeah, uh, or this theme, and this month is this theme, so people can look ahead and go, okay. You know, I got an idea for that. I've got yeah. an idea for that, or I'm, you know, really excited to listen to those, or I have a guest who might be good. Uh, so yeah. look for that. Uh, we'll oh yeah, definitely put that it's, up. It's great. I I know even when I teach my class and it's full of ideas, you know, we talk about this button maker, and we had somebody at the end of one class go, oh. We do this. Here's how we do. It. You know, they they make s'more buttons, so you can get a graham cracker and a chocolate and a marshmallow. I'm like, oh, what a great idea! Ah, that's awesome. And so, even just ways to spice up current ideas we're talking about is, would be huge. So, button button makers are they're they're oh. a big investment at first, but they are so yes. like so after weird. that they're like a dime a piece. Yeah. And so for a whether you're. Uh, making them to give out or you're selling them or you're using it as an arts and crafts program it's mega cheap once you have the, you, you've made that initial investment and there's well, such and it's, a great it's program. free marketing because i know totally. our kids any button especially because we do a lot if we have some kind of inside joke from a skit or something we'll make a button right. so the kids can have but they put them on their book bags they put them on their hats and they'll, they'll wear them to school and then somebody will be like, oh, what does that mean? And it's like, yes, free marketing <laughs> for me because what, then that kid gets a share. What size do you do? Uh, we, I do the smaller one. The, I think it's a three-quarter inch is oh, the ones that we really have found small. are the favorites. Okay. I, I think that's the size. I'd have to look. They're not huge. They may even be one inch. Um, they're, not, they're not the big, big ones. No, and they're no, not no. super tiny. Um, we they're did, a little we bit did one larger and a half than a dollar inch, coin. But, yeah, I think the one inch are the, the, the most popular. Yeah. For that age, for that the younger right. age. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're, they're fun. And do you ever let the kids kind of bring down the hammer on oh, it? Uh, no, probably no? not. I, they, they can come up with, um, we have a whole design. They can come up with their own designs. Yeah. And yeah. So we can make, you know, if it's a popular thing, then great. Hey, we'll, we'll make your design and, and go from there. But our, our button maker is so touchy already. Mm. <laughs> I, we use it not, I think we made like 5,000 buttons in the last two years. <laughs> And so my wife has her own little sweatshop that she's just making right. buttons all day long. That's awesome. Well, you got seven yeah. kids for crying out loud. Have I know. Them do I it. get them to work. <laughs> They're all camping or working. They're having fun. They, they enjoy summer. Right. That's hilarious. Well, cool. So do you have anything to add before we kind of wrap this up? Uh, I, I definitely subscribe to the, I mean, this is, it's going to be huge and we're, we're, I mean, we're just going to give out ideas and that's, I, I know when I go to conferences uh, and I, especially when I teach at conferences and stuff too, a lot of people are like, thank you so much. This is just what I needed. A, a fast, quick, here's a bunch of ideas. Um, but yeah, when we're, when we're done with this in five or 10 years or whatever, <laughs> yeah, people will have way cool, awesome camps. And so, <laughs> right. Right. But, and, uh, again, reach out to us if uh, you have any suggestions, because uh, we will definitely use them. 
Um, well, we might need something. I can't say definitely. Yeah. <laughs> if you're I like, probably, I yeah. probably will. <laughs> I'll at least steal it and teach about it somewhere else. <laughs> if you're like, throw road apples at the side of a barn door now, we won't, we won't be using that one. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. Well, maybe, okay. <laughs> From around the campfire, this is uh, Chris and Kurt. 